Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to the Man in the Post Weekend Review Show. This technically is our first week back since last week, which was recorded, which was edited, was promptly kicked off our new server. So we are now back, grovelling to our previous one, um, bringing you fresh content. So please enjoy. Um, I'm your host, Ali, and joining me this evening, we have Carl. You all right? Very well, sir. And yourself? I'm scared <laughs> to ask. Better than it was Sunday. <laughs> yeah, the extra days delays come well for Carl. Um, <laughs> on the complete opposite side of the spectrum, uh, Simon, how are we, Sheila? Yeah, not too bad. And, and like I said in the uh, the lost podcast from last week, as far as I'm concerned, there was no games last week. So, yeah, this is the, the first start game of the season, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> I've never met somebody who's so delighted that the first week podcast has disappeared. <laughs> starting fresh this week. Um, so, week two of the Premier League, chaps. Um, we'll just get straight into Friday nights. I'll give you no quizzes this week. We're just going to get a quick run through. And uh, the Premier League opened up with the enthralling game of Nottingham Forest 2, Sheffield United 1. Any of you losers sit up and watch this on Friday night? <laughs> um, I watched a bit of it. I, I had some invested interest because I put Serge Aurier in my fancy team. <laughs> oh, that's a smart move. I know, where did that, where did that I know, come from? I, I, to be fair, I just, I had to say John Stone's out, obviously, because he's dead. Um, and, and, um, I seen you playing Sheffield United and I thought, you know what? He likes a cross, he likes an assist. And he got two. Inspired. <laughs> Inspired, but he got a book on the tit. Um, <laughs> no, I, I did watch a bit of it. I mean, Sheffield United are doing nothing to to uh, take away what I said. I mean, I'm pro- I, I was probably a bit harsh with the Derby shout. But, no, everyone but, that. Yeah, we'll come on to that. <laughs> <laughs> um they're not good. They're not good. Uh, to call it to call a spade a spade. They're not good. Mm. Oh, Forest are much cop either, you know. Um, one bright spark in Sheffield United. That Hamer that they got from Coventry. That's oh, great goal that was. Oh, so much that. And you know what? He's a good player him as well. You know, I'm surprised. Um, someone better than these were Wayne Sniffer. I'm surprised Forrest Wayne Sniffer around them, to be honest. He signed every fucking else, don't he? You, you, you uh, literally just took the words out of my mouth. I was <laughs> going to say the exact same. I'm surprised that he's, that he's at Sheffield United. Like not, I mean, obviously, you, you don't know how good he could go on to be, but you'd have thought maybe a, a, a better Premier League team that would be down that, like someone like a Bournemouth or someone. I was going to say Everton, but are we better? <laughs> <laughs> Have you got the money for him? <laughs> no, I appreciate. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I actually, I actually celebrated the Chris Wood winner, like Everton had scored. It's week two, gents. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, they're, they're both not much cough, and I wouldn't have bothered um watching it other than the Sergio Aurier loving. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I agree. I, I don't think either team are great. Um, I mean, Sheffield United definitely are. I, I think Forest, what they do have in their favour, uh, which obviously helped them last season, is their home form is pretty decent. Like, it's, it, it is a tough place to actually go and get a result. And they're, pretty, they're pretty good at home. And if they, obviously, if they keep that up again this season, then 
then I think they'll probably have enough about them again to stay up. But I mean, they're, they're never going to trouble the dizzy heights of like 13th or 14th no, league. Like no. that, that, that's going to be their ceiling. But they they are a, they're well organised tough outfit when they're at home. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and and what we said last year about them as well. Like, like, I know they signed ridiculous amounts of players, but that they'll, they'll finally have kind of settled a bit now as well. And the I mean, the coach was fairly, you know, thought of in the championship, etc. So, I, I, do I think like pull up any trees? No, but I think they're going to be fairly comfortable. Just again, compared to what we've got, I, I mean, I feel like without digging it in, Carl, but like bringing yourselves into it. Where you're Sheffield United, your Lutons. Um, I just I, feel you're going to be that. I can't remember where I even predicted them, but I'd be very. I wouldn't be shocked to see them sitting in that 12, 13, 14 place. I think yeah. the the only thing that could knacker them, and I, I mean, I have, I don't know if there's any talk about certainly one of these players, but if if they were to lose Brennan Johnson, who has been linked to move yeah. away, and if they were to lose Gibbs White, but I haven't seen any links, so I've no reason to think they would, but. If if they were to lose one or both of them before the end of the transfer window, then I think they'd be in serious trouble. Because Gibbs White is a very, very good player who I'll be amazed if if he's still at Nottingham Forest this time next season. Yeah, if they can get a year out of them though, you know, that's what that's what they'll be playing on. Like give us that for another year and you'll get your big money move and yeah. take a big on it. It's it's the, all these players, Gibbs White's maybe a little bit different. It's like your Brendan Johnson type players. They've got to try and remember that the Zaha's the easy example to always give. Taking that big, big club jump too soon mm-hmm. yeah. really for your career because Zaha was too good for Crystal Palace. Like we probably all agree with that, but because yeah. he failed at Man United, how many other big clubs, even when he went back and matured a little bit and was improving, just were too scared to then take that dump. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, I mean, we we. Uh, been heavily linked with Brennan Johnson at times over this transfer window, but I think they were sort of not. I, I think we're 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 not where they are with the forty million valuation at the moment. Um, forty million. Yeah, but but I mean I, I know I mean obviously transfer fees are crazy. You know you just look at the fees that some people are going for, especially when you look at what Chelsea are doing. It's their fault that the market's gone so crazy. No, it crazy. is. It is. It is. But, and the Declan Rice deal as well. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, from, from Forrest's point of view, he is worth that much to them because Absolutely. they struggle to replace yeah, he is, him. Yeah. He is. Yeah. I, I think Gibbs White, if he leaves, he'll probably go for more than that. And oh, gotcha. I, I thought Gibbs White would be more of a Liverpool-type sign than myself, personally. Nah, he costs money. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't we know it? Yeah, must be something about the just the area itself, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a thing on transfers now, and I've now not bothered about transfer fees whatsoever, right? Uh, yeah. A player is worth whatever that team want. It's up oh, to yeah. to buy yeah. it. If Liverpool want to come out and say Mo Salah's for sale, but five hundred million pound. Yeah. What? Yeah, I, mean, I, I know what you mean there. I do uh, know what you mean. But as you said, like forty million for four, like it would cost them more than forty million to try and replace what Brendan Johnson does. Do you want yeah. else to replace him? Yeah, like that, absolutely. Yeah. So fair play to them. Um, yeah, yeah. Enough on that. Anyway, let's move on to Saturday. Uh, there was no early games, was there? It was just all three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Until the until the evening one. So uh, Fulham nil, Brentford three. Brentford kind of just carrying on what they did last year. I'm guessing none of us are really shocked here. I'm a little surprised just because I thought they might have struggled, obviously, not having Tony because he's 
you know, such a good player and so important to sort of how they were set up. But to be fair, you know, Umbremo's I've I've always liked him, always thought he's a good player and that uh Vissa has sort of stepped up and got a few goals. Yeah. And I mean yeah. it, obviously it's very early days and you know, Fulham I don't I don't think they're gonna have as good a season as they did last year. Um but no they're Brentford fair play to them. I'd it'd be interesting to see how you know, give it a couple of months down the line once the season's sort of really got underway, whether they'll still be coping as well without Tony, but mm. they've certainly made a cracking start. Yeah, Carlo, any surplus? No, I, I, I've got a lot. I mean, we, we've covered there, Frank, a few times. You know, he looks like he's got smelly hands, etc. <laughs> but that's one of Dave's best shouts ever, by the way. Um, <laughs> but... No, it's not really a surprise. They are a very, he's a good manager, very good, very sorry, very good coach. Yeah, yeah. and you can tell they're very well coached. They're just, they're yeah, very, drilled. Yeah, yeah, drills are a really good word for it. They're, they kind of, I'll compare it to Villa a little bit. Like, they've got like Emery stuck, like not stuck in his way as such, but he just believes in his way so much. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah and I'm, I, I fully respect it. Like, they, they, there was a, I'm sure it was last season, Brentford. Did, did they just come up last year? Um, before, wasn't it? Was it, yeah. it was either last year or the year before I watched. And Brentford, I think we beat them. But Brentford had their way with us, like, a lot. Mm. And it wasn't even through Tony. They just, you know, they, they, they stuck to what they did. They believed in their <laughs> system. And, and, it worked, and that's how you play football. Like, if, if you've yeah. got good enough players and you've got a good enough coach, it will work. But It'll I think what's... What's, I was just going to say, what's really impressive, like I'm, I'm just looking at their starting lineup now, and there's a, there's a few of those players that if you put them in the lineup in front of me, I couldn't pick out who was who. Like that, the midfielder, like Yanel Norgard and Jensen. Yep. I've, I've heard of them, I've seen them play. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what they look like, but it, like, and I don't, that that's, probably sounds really disrespectful to the players. <laughs> I know exactly team. what you mean. Cause but like, there's no yeah. like, standout yeah. player who, you, you know, like if you look at, do, say, like, exactly. like a, a, a Brighton, certainly last season, like Matoma, straight away everyone's like, God, he's a really good player. Like, you know who he is. There's no one other than Tony quite like that at Brentford, but they're yeah, just, I they're agree. so well, well organised and, and well coached. You know what they remind me of? They remind me of like you know the sports films where you've always got the superstar team and then you've yeah. got another team with just loads of average players who are very well coached and they work. Yeah. Like Brentford are almost they're like Brentford are the mighty ducks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bombay. They, they stick to their way. They're very well coached and um, that just that heart and determination will still pull them through. What I was it sort of links with what Sai said, but not as I was going to say when they sign players. Like I said, you, you can't really um, identify them, but they all just slide into the team. Yeah. You're like, oh, has he been there for like three? Oh, no, he's only just signed. All oh, right, okay. Because yeah. they're, they're that well coached, they sort of just mould into the same player, you know what I mean? And like they, when, when they sign players, it's never... It's always it's never a player who's like been linked with loads of other clubs. No, so you've players. never heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, do you know what, again, like the, Bright, the Brighton comparison, that they, they sign players for roles, though, as well. They don't sign yeah. a player for their name or their ability. They look at the characteristics and the, like almost the stats of the player yeah. and yeah, whether that can, like. can play a role. It's, well, I mean, like, take it on, Liverpool used to do it very well um, <laughs> under our previous um, yeah. director of football or whatever you class them as. 
you know, we, we used to buy roles rather than play it. And we, we criticise Chelsea for it. Chelsea are the prime example of doing the complete opposite. And Man United, <laughs> which I'm going to come on to very, very shortly as well, mm-hmm. when we get on to them. Um, and that's the way to run a football team. Um, yeah, if you, especially like if your club, and again, no disrespect, but a club of a certain size where you know you've got to sort of think outside the box in a way and be clever. Yeah, like really, really impressive. Fair play to them. No, I've been I've been very impressed with Brentford coming up, and I mean I know we're only two games, but sitting in fourth. I think we did finish last year. They were in the top ten, weren't they? Uh, you know, just miss out on the European spot, maybe. Uh, yeah, they they finished. I'm sure they finished eight, ninth or eighth, yeah. maybe. Which yeah. is which is I mean, this is Brentford Football Club we're talking about. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, just just before we move on. Yeah. Um, Fulham. I think they're gonna struggle very yeah. much. Yeah, I I think I had them fairly low down on the table. So, like the combination of second season syndrome and no Mitrovic. And they've signed Adam Traore. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Adam Traore and William on your... I mean, I, you know how much I love William, but he's 50-odd. Yeah. <laughs> and Traore, who will run to the byline and stop and go, what the hell do I do next? Yeah. With how no did Mitch- I get here? <laughs> yeah, how did I get here? No Mitrovic. Uh, Jimenez, you can't score. Leno, who's a terrible goalkeeper. <laughs> the list just goes on and on. I mean, yes. don't get me wrong, they beat us at Goodison last week, but that's another matter. Um, <laughs> they would, and I can't believe, I think I said at the time, last last week, they were, and yeah, they beat us, I get it. They were dreadful, like dreadful drill. Like I said last week, if if that was Villa or Villa Park, it would have been three, four, five nil. I know they 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 were fortunate to, to beat you last week, really. Yeah, they were, but that's an, again another story. Well, yeah, <laughs> I I think Fulham personally are going to struggle a lot more than I originally thought. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. <laughs> Come, I don't like. I don't know why. I just don't like them. Um, it's great fair. away day though. Oh, it's I, not for I, me. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Fair enough. Um, right, Liverpool three, Bournemouth one. Um, Liverpool back, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> um, they done all right. Um, I watched I watched quite a um, quite a substantial amount of this game for some strange reason. Um, it's not a red before we go any further. No, no. no that's ridiculous. It's not. And, you know, I'm the first one to say, ah, yeah, it's no, it's not a red. I'm sorry, it's not. Um, but I don't think your penalty is a penalty either. And I agree with that as well. Yeah. Um, I, I think, and I spoke to my stepbrother about it. He's a, he a red, by the way. And he said, just, I mean, he does maybe clip him, but the fact of how how bad he goes down, he wouldn't have given it just because of that. And that was a red saying that as well. So, fair play to him. My thoughts on penalties like this, it probably wasn't a penalty, but it was a tackle that the Bournemouth player didn't have to make. Didn't have to make at all. Yeah. I do so agree with that. You don't give a referee the decision and then you can't moan about... No. Because No, really, and I'm, I'm with you. It's a, it's a stupid, rash, soft... Yeah. Stupid. Um, Stupid is probably one for the better word. Yeah. But <coughs> Bournemouth goal. Wow. I mean, yeah. wow. I mean, wow. 
<laughs> it's just a calamity. I'm guessing you haven't seen it because you know you don't watch football, do you? Back in the it's it's just a calamity. It it ricochets yeah. off the bar three different defenders and ends up in the back of the net. You know, um, my my biggest issue with the Liverpool side and the go the Bournemouth goal here, and it, it's not getting talked about enough because everybody's kind of blaming like Allison and Van Dijk. Nobody's looking at Robertson. He's he's been poor. He just ran through any bike and wiped him out. I say this every week. I go to some park. <laughs> if, you, if you can't get the ball, wipe them out. I'm not going to do it to your own team. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Um, I, I another one. I really like Salah off penalties. Oh yeah, dreadful penalty that. Um, and can I change my gap pull shout to, <laughs> to, to two Lewis games Diaz. in, Chris? Oh, no, I, just, I just want to change it to Luis Diaz being the top goal scorer. Go goal, go goal. Took it well. He's a very good player. He's very excited. He is. Yeah. He is. He's a very good player. You missed him a lot last season. Yeah. I thought you know, that as well. I didn't think we would, we did at the time. And it wasn't until probably at the end, right at the end of the season when we started getting, you know, like, you've seen those glimmers and he's just got something different about him. Like, just that. He's very quick. Yeah. This, like, I, I really want to see a front three of him, uh, Nunes and Salah. I think, like, with Diaz and Nunes, you're just getting so much unpredictable unpredictability and direct it just could cause carnage <laughs> we established this a few weeks ago the Premier, the Premier League defences are awful yeah major like they two could just run riot and I see it every week I hate Diego Jota really and yeah, I like him. I, I, he's one of your players that I actually like he should he should be the player who comes off the bench with <laughs> when mm-hmm. we need a goal because I disagree with that. I like him. I think he's a really good player. What? What? Honestly, watch a full game and just watch it. He's so bad. I don't take the time to watch ninety minutes of Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I just say something nice about Liverpool? Just one second. Hold on, um, hold on. Shh. Go. <laughs> the the twenty-six minute. Well done to the, the Liverpool fans to doing that for the Evertonian who died the other week. Well done. Oh, thank you. But it's, it's that's really like I mean. The one thing I'm proud of the whole city, like it's, it's very recognised. You know, yeah, you'll yeah. get the odd arsehole, of course, you all in both fan bases. Of course, but generally, the when it comes to anything revolving, it's almost not about football. It's just about the city. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was very nice. Well done. Yeah. Never want to become one of those horrible clubs from no. from a certain city down south. They're playing blue. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, right, next up, Wolves won. Man the post favourite team four. Um, Brighton are just taking it in their stride, side. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you, on on that on Saturday you had a, a very very good team against a very very bad team, so it's kind of no surprise what happened really. Um, I, I mean, that for me there was that it, it was ever there was like a, a home banker. To, to stick on your accumulator, it was Brighton going to go and win at, at Wolves. Yeah. Um, Mitoma's goal was. Oh my God. Well, it's one of those that you look at it, and from one point of view, like it is a brilliant goal because he's, he's taken it for basically the halfway line. But uh, some of the challenges, and oh, I use, and the word, you know, challenges is doing a lot of heavy lifting in this sense, <laughs> was, <laughs> was just outrageous. I mean, 
once once they went one 0 up, you kind of for me that that's basically game over. And then the, the obviously they got two quick fire goals uh, at the start of the second half, which was like almost sort of carbon copies of each other, just from different sides of the pitch. The ball coming <laughs> in and like, I mean, Brighton are brilliant. Yeah, really are. He'll really be are. he'll be the next one next summer to go for. A ridiculous amount of money, and then about Ferguson, one of the two, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they, they Ferguson, they'll, I think they might be able to keep hold of him for a couple of years because he's still only quite young. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think I said uh, last week, obviously in the uh, t- the last podcast, that if Tottenham were looking <laughs> for someone to replace Harry Kane, they'd God, do a lot worse yeah. than Evan Ferguson. Like, I, I think he's a he's a really really he's, he's sort of. It's almost like a bit of a throwback to like a 90s striker, but yeah, with the, yeah. the qualities to play the modern yeah. game as well. A hybrid, a good old hybrid. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you how good Brighton are and how well coached they are. James Milner started for Brighton. We all asked how this was going to work. He started the two games of the league. I think he yeah. started right back as well. He right yeah, back on the Saturday, right back, yeah. Yeah. Like that's... But, To be fair, though... No, his third, the first two games have been against Luton and Wolves. Where's where's Tarek Lamptey? Is he just not around anymore? I think he's just completely fallen out of favour. Because he was good. Everyone yeah. was talking about him to be like, like Dumb Atonement as a weird, and now he's just gone. He got, he got quite a big injury, I think, didn't he? It's that knee injury that had, Yeah, it's the knee injury still. Um, so oh, remember, remember he came back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah never right. So yeah, I think I, I have a feeling it could be just like a one or two year. Let's properly rebuild and mm. yeah. So he, so he has a career longevity. I hope so because yeah, I I agree. He was like really really good player. You, you sort of looking a couple of years ago thinking, well, oh, it's, it's another bloody right back that England have produced. <laughs> What, what I will say, one funny thing about this game, I was a massive fan of that Nunes just throwing that Brighton <laughs> player. That was a, that was, that was basically saying, I'm on a yellow, please send me off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's, it's almost like he, he sort of just had like a moment of realization. Where he's like, what the fuck am I doing playing for Wolverhampton Wanderers? <laughs> I mean, it it, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, to be fair, like living down in the Midlands, I can't believe it doesn't happen more. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Certain uh, parts of the Midlands. <laughs> Saturday evening games, and this might be my favourite result of the weekend, um, bearing in mind Liverpool won, but it's still um, Tottenham Hotspur 2, Manchester United 0. Now, this is the club that Man United fans absolutely like murder when it comes to taking a look at how easy a club they are and, and they're right in what they're saying like but all us other fan bases have got the right to say it bar them um, we'll talk about the game first then I want to talk about Man United um, and Gary Neville specifically um, and their fan base uh, <laughs> Spurs were obviously worthy 2-0 winners um, do 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 Sar with a goal and a wee <laughs> The ever impending Laura, Laura, what's it, Martinez, whatever Martinez, um, with the own goal. Um, yeah, thoughts on this, boys? I, th- I thought the first half, I, I thought Manu weren't terrible in the first. Like they had a few decent chances. Fernandez, wow, that's missed a bad an absolute. Miss. Si- I mean, if anyone, if there's anyone you want to uh, to miss that chance, it is that rat face little 
tosser. Um, <laughs> I agree. I know it was a I, problem. I think I, I think they probably should have had a penalty, if I'm being brutally honest. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I agree. The well. uh, Romero handball. But the second half, they were absolutely dreadful. I mean, Tottenham, to be fair, like did did turn it on and, and played a lot better in the second half. But it helps when you're playing against a team who have got no midfields. I mean, that combination of Casemiro, Mountains, Fernandez is just not going to work. And Casemiro looks like he's aged about 10 years over the summer. I totally I agree with that as well. He, he can't move at all. I, I don't I don't understand what's happened to the player of last year. Surely, surely you can't deteriorate that well, quickly. It's, it's, it's almost like being a one-man midfield for a season, can't yeah. <laughs> But the league's going to get on an old man's back. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. And the fact that uh, Basuma, who had a pretty shit season last season, was absolutely bossing it. Like, bossing it. Mm. Mason Mount looks exactly like the player I thought he'd turn out to be. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I, I mean, we said at the time, and I, I can't see my mind changing on it. I cannot understand for the life of me what possessed them to spend that much money on him when it's so obvious they need to centre forwards? Like, it just yeah, yeah. completely right. blows my mind. Right, right. That's it's okay. So that's the game out of the way. Right. Nobody really cares about the result. Well done, Tom. <laughs> um, Man United are now, including Gary Neville, harping on at the owners again. Oh. Oh, no, hold on, this hold is on. the go-to, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know. This is, this is where I'm going. Right. Backing the owners and how they're leaving Ten Hag out to dry. Oh, piss off. Every single player that every Man United fan, ex-player, pundit has ever suggested that Man United should sign. Man United, bar Harry Kane, probably that's about the only name that's ever been banded about. They have signed them. Get Sancho. Yeah. yeah. Sign them. yeah. Casemiro, sign them. Yeah, I agree. Jason Mount, get them. Like, they've spent, like, like, we slag off City. We slag off Chelsea. United are right up there. Yeah, they spend yeah. serious amounts of money. And I, I listened to a bit. Didn't Roy Keane turn around and say United are the new Tottenham? Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> That's why he I mean, at, at, least, at, least Roy Keane's, at least Roy Keane's a bit real. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's, yeah, he's a pain in the ass, but deep down, he knows the, he knows the score, doesn't he? And yeah. for him to turn around and go, nah, these are shit. But Gary Neville to go, get the Glazers out. It's yeah. just it's 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 like you you're so you can't say no say the crap just say the crap and the recruitment's crap. Do you know what I mean? Draw a set. I want I want owners like Man United. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just chuck yeah. them on there and, and let them. you get on with it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we, you look at City, Chelsea, and Arsenal, right? The three biggest spenders. Uh, City, Chelsea, Man United. City are the only team who sign players and still improve their squad. Yeah. yeah. Man United and Chelsea do not look like teams. They make them worse. Do you know what? Quite possibly, yeah. Like, like look through that Man United team from Sunday, right? Mm. Uh, it's from Saturday night, sorry. Let's see the start lineup. Right, so they've got Anana in goal. He's good, by the way. For me personally, I still don't think he's an upgrade on the the, the hair that left. No, he's not. He's right? not. So, that, so that means he's not a good goalkeeper. You've got Mark <laughs> Parker who barely kicked the ball for them in years because everybody thought he was shit. Now starting again for them. Right? I don't mind him. I, I, I don't, but he's, the way Man United want to play, he shouldn't be in a team like that. Yeah. No. Um, Varane, he's, he's passed it. 
Martinez, fucking four foot six. <laughs> Shaw has been criticised for his work rate, everything over the over the years. Mason Mount is not a number six. They're playing him in defensive midfield with Casemiro, who's now like fifty five year old. Anthony is terrible, honestly. Yeah, oh, God, just, yeah. Give me a minute on this. He <laughs> is. Oh my God, they paid like eighty odd million for this clown. He is fucking shit. I don't get it. I remember, don't get it at all. Remember the heat that my, uh, the Arsenal got for signing Pepe? Yeah. yeah. Why is it not the same here? It is terrible. He is awful. Bruno Fernandes. Mighty He's good. Gone. I'll give it. Yep. Good. But yeah. I would not want him anywhere near my squad. He's a whining little shit. Who oh, stopped yeah. tantrums. That seven, I'll never forget that 7-0 game where he's literally asking to be substituted. He's walking about. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, this that's is not. This is a game. Like, your biggest right, and that's the way you... You should be getting sent off trying to hurt somebody, at least. Correct. You know, if you're doing it, Ringy, I, I don't know who the boy playing left wing is. Don't care. That's um, like Garnacho, who die, Man United fans seem to think the second coming of Giggs and Ronaldo, but... I I don't I don't see it. There's been a odd flash here or there, but what 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 annoys me a little bit? Well, not even annoys me. It makes me laugh. Like this guy Nacho, they're going on about him. You know, he's going to be great in the future. Great in the future. He should not be starting in a Man United team. Oh, yeah. That's that's spent hundreds and hundreds of million. Sancho should be there. Anyone else? Well, Rashford should be there with a with a striker up front. Yes, Rashford's not a striker. Like I, I like Rashford. But he's not a striker. He's, he's not, not. He's not a striker. I've yeah. always said that he's better coming on um, yeah. out wide, isn't he? And we all know this. He plays there for England and he's quality. Very uh, bold shout here, right? But for money spent and quality of players, Man United might be the worst team in the league. I, w- I wouldn't argue with you. If you're comparing with the amount of money that's spent, and if it's not them, it's Chelsea. Yeah. But <clears throat> the amount of money spent to, the, to what they should be doing, they are murder. Do you know, I was, funny enough, the, the other day after the game, I was, I was thinking about Ten Hag. Yep. And he he got, like, a hell of a lot of praise for last season. Now, on paper, they won a trophy and finished third. So, on paper, you go, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Only going to Solskjaer finished second, and they were penalty, they were penalty shootout away from winning the Europa League. Like, winning the League Cup should not be a huge, massive, great achievement for a club like Manchester United. No. That should be no. like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, Man U winning the League Cup should be something that they think, well, yeah, we could do that, like, with our eyes closed, basically. Yeah, I agree. And that's, I'm not necessarily saying that he's, like, that he's not, like, a good manager or couldn't be, but they, I don't know how they, I don't think anyone knows how they finished third last season. I think they're, they're going to struggle to, to finish top four this year, especially if they don't get a proper centre forward. Like, I just I, I think he was massively overpraised, probably just because it had gone so bad in the show, Sean. Then you had, I can't even remember the Ranya, they had. Ranya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so against them, anyone's going to look good, but has he done as good a job as we're led to believe he has done last year? I, I don't know, as I say, on paper, yeah, but in reality... Jose Mourinho finished second and like won trophies yeah. hand yeah. over fist and they all hate him it's, it's just mind blowing and Mourinho had the worst team yeah the question I always say and, and Dave always brings up as well have, have they improved since Osha? no they haven't and how, no. how much money have they spent <laughs> lots now, yeah. if, you, if you give them money let's, let's take 50% of the money they have spent in the last three seasons mm. let's say three seasons right and give it to Everton. Liverpool, 
Arsenal, <laughs> Villa, Newcastle, Brighton, right? I think that might be like the, all the teams that qualify for Europe, right? Yeah. yeah. How, how far up the table do they progress? Exactly that. Right. So exactly Liverpool that. spend Liverpool spent four hundred million, right? Let's say four hundred. They're they're back pushing City for the title. Oh, yeah. easy. Yeah. Right. Easy. I I even think, and you know, I'm not Arsenal's biggest fan. They'd have won the league last year. Yeah. Newcastle. Can you imagine if Newcastle got four hundred million extra to spend? Yeah. No financial. They would have won the league. <laughs> Villa is the same. Like if you can just throw money at, at players to get <clears> players that you want, you're going to be. Yeah. I mean, the only team that probably wouldn't would probably be Brighton, just on their philosophy. But when we talk about Villa, we're talking about trying to replace. Like we're trying to get like a backup for Watkins or an alternative for Watkins, right? Yeah. So if you've then got a spare four hundred million to go and throw eighty million at. Let's say use Ivan Tony as an example, right? And forget the ban. But if you can go through a hundred million to get Ivan Tony, he's guaranteeing you another twenty league goals a season. Yeah. Come on, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You can't do it when you're on a budget and you're trying to worry about getting players here and there. But when these teams can go and throw player money at players whenever they want, yet they're not improving their squad, let alone the first eleven. Yeah. And then and then all you're seeing is their their, their biggest fan ambassador who's like Sky Sports biggest pundit, claiming that it's the owner's fault we're having problems here. No, <clears throat> what is wrong with the world now for football transfers? The, the funny thing is, they've actually signed a striker and he's injured. Yeah, but, he, but even like, oh, he wasn't injured. It's a, a young kid. He got what eight goals last season. Nah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> not. Why on earth did they not just go all out for Kane? Like that doesn't make. They would have got him as well. They would have got him. Ex- yeah, I, I, the money they spent on him and Mount, they mm. could have. Spent on Kane and, and probably had some change left over. And Kane would guarantee you. Yeah, I like. Goals. Okay, I'm 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 a Mount fan, but he's not going to do any more than what Ericsson and then Kane together would do. No, I've no. I don't, I don't, I've never rated Mason Mount. Close my mind. Right, we'll move on for that show of a shite anyway. Like just just that, one I, other thing. Sorry, yeah, just sure. just another one dead quick. Um, my mate Richardson up front, he will not be there come January. Um. <laughs> I think you will, but not as a striker. I, 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 he just looks so disinterested. Yeah, but Ange seems to... I think Ange will bring in a striker, and I think he will go back as like a wide forward, and I think he will shine on that Ange. Possibly. I'm just... I, uh, I'm, I'm think, I just want him to come home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a huge... I think he will work miracles with Richard. And I'll need a miracle, because I'm not a fan of Richard. But... <laughs> Um, I think he'll be up there. Uh, right, last game on the Saturday. Uh, Man City won, Newcastle nil. Um, was this as close as the scoreline shows, Carol? No. No. <laughs> it, it wasn't. Uh, if Dave was on here, he'd probably tell you the same. Um, I, I can't watch City anymore. They're, they're so boring. It's it's it, but it's getting even more boring because they've got no De Bruyne. Because De Bruyne come up with some. Yep. Bit of magic and lash it in top in. That's gone now for for however many months. Phil Foden had the game of his life. Oh, he was like, brilliant, wasn't he? Unbelievable. And Akanji played well as well, to be fair. But yeah, Foden was absolutely running the show. Newcastle didn't have a clue what to do. Uh, it, I mean, 1 0 looks close. It wasn't. Um, I, I'm not taking nothing away from Newcastle, by the way, but th- it was men v boys here. It really was. Kyle Walker will not get an easier game with Anthony Gordon on that side. <laughs> Absolutely owned him. Like, 
every time he no, I'll have that thanks. No, I'll have that. And Gordon got the off, fair enough. Because but he was good last week against Villa, I'll give him that. But he, he, he was showing up here and Newcastle was showing up a bit. But Newcastle will come again because Newcastle got a bit of fight about them and they will they will come again. Unfortunately, you know, I'm not a massive Newcastle fan. Um but they've got the players and they'll bounce back from that. And if you if you're gonna take a defeat off City, you're gonna take a one nil course, you know. That's what I was going to go Newcastle are very well known for the defensive side since Harry's come in, which is, I can't believe the words have just came out of my mouth. I know, it's, <laughs> I, was, I was looking at their defence and I was going, these can't have another good year. Yeah, but, but they're very well, so again, so my point Another, was, another one who's very well organised, to be honest. Yeah, well what I was going to come on is, the question Ross asked in the fighting talk thing was about how he stopped Haaland, is defend. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so how like I obviously I haven't seen this game, right? But it's a it's a one 0 game. City were very boring. Haaland never scored, right? Was it just a case of Newcastle defended well against Haaland and limited him to to basically chances? Um. Yeah, I go with that. He, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't shit. Yeah. Wasn't shit. No, he, had, there was a couple of chances that you'd expect him to put it like he'll be disappointed yeah. with a couple of ones that he yeah. missed. But it wasn't. Yeah, the, the Newcastle Newcastle did defend well. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I will say that they were just toothless going forward. And I'm not taking anything away from Haaland. He is world class. He's phenomenal. Oh, he's he's I, just I, stupid. I just think that to 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 even limit him to let's say a mere mortal 25 goals a season, he <laughs> to defend like. Premier League defenders are shite. Um, anyway, Simon, I mean, you just took a, a hiding... No, sorry, that game didn't exist. That friendly when you got last week. <laughs> How was this different for yourselves? Um, what, the, the, are we still on the, the City one? The Newcastle one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah um, I mean, just, yeah, like sort of Carl said, just Man City were just so good. I mean, and like, obviously with our game against them last week, to be fair, just looking back at that, it was up until the Mings injury, we were kind of winning the game. Was, we we just completely fell apart. It was one of those games where they were on it and we were really, really off it. And like they got a couple of goals in the last sort of 10 minutes against us, which obviously made the scoreline worse. So it wasn't... Uh, so obviously, those are much certain tests that they had on, on Saturday, but they just came up against a really, really good, albeit sometimes boring football team to watch. Yeah, very. Just, we've said it for about three years now. Man City aren't great to watch. They're just very methodical and you can't fault yeah. it. Um, two wins at two for City, probably going to win the league. So that's that. Well, nobody talking about the league title race anymore. Nope. <laughs> um, right, next up. <coughs> well, come to you first, Simon. Um, El Review Part 2 for the season. Um, Aston Villa 4, Everton 0. No. Um, a much more joyful, Simon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely a better weekend than the previous one. Um, I mean, like we were sort of talking before we started recording. We, Villa, it wasn't like that we were brilliant. Like, we weren't like bad or anything. Like, we, we were decent, but we only, we didn't really need to get out of second gear in that game because there wasn't really much opposition coming back from us. Like, it's, and this, I don't, I don't want to like upset you, Carl, or anything. But it, if we could have handpicked a team to have played after 
the defeat at Newcastle last weekend, you'd probably be picking some like Everton at home. Oh yeah, oh uh, like, yeah. It was, um, obviously, it didn't help them as well. Calvert Lewin going off. I mean, as I'm sure Carl will have thoughts on that. Um, but obviously, once once we got the first goal. I kind of at that point thought, well, we were probably at least going to get a point from this because I don't see them scoring twice against us to lose. Um, Bailey did really well. I've said this a few times. I'm 100% convinced that he is right-footed and he just doesn't realise that yet because all of his goals and assists were seen to be with his right foot. Um, and then fairly quickly after taking the lead, we got the penalty where, I mean, the, the defending... We had four people free in the box when when the cross came back in from Cash and Pickford decided to just wipe Watkins out. I was delighted to see Watkins wasn't on penalty duty because <laughs> <laughs> his uh, his record's been pretty sketchy to to be kind to him. So Douglas Aweeds, once I saw he had the ball, I was I was like, well if he if he can put the ball in the top corner from the corner flag, I'm sure he can stick it away from, from the penalty spot. And, and then once we were tuning it up, it was it was pretty much game over. And then second half, obviously we got quite an early third one, some horrific defending yet again from Everton to that that Bailey put us three up. And at that point, you're kind of thinking if if we'd have really you know stepped on it and and, and really gone it, then you, we could have got so much more. But there was kind of no need really. We sort of kept the ball around the back a bit, and then. Ashley Young, I think, forgot who he was playing for. You know, he's back at Villa Park and just assumed he was playing for Villa and <laughs> gave it, gave Michael Keane uh, not the best of throw-ins. And John Duran, who'd been on the pitch for, I think, 40 seconds or something, nipped in to get his first goal. So I was delighted for him to get that. Um, Diego Carlos, his first appearance back at Villa Park since he did his Achilles against Everton, actually, pretty much this time last year. So it was great to see him come back. And yeah, all in all, just the perfect sort of response to, to what happened last weekend. And yeah, just just take it and move on. I mean, that's obviously going back into last season now, that's eight home wins in a row in the Premier League, which we've never done before. Um, so from that point of view, it's it's good to sort of turn Villa Park into a place that's difficult for opposition teams to go. And, you know, if, the teams coming coming to us now, if they're not at it, then then they're going to get punished, and and that's that's what happened on Sunday. I mean, I'll uh, I'll let Carl go into more detail on it, but I was I was really really shocked with what I saw from Everton. Um, Carl, I think you was a bit rubbing it in your face there, but uh, <laughs> don't worry, I would have. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. Um, yeah, well, you've heard you've heard size. So, I mean, any. Anything different on the game before you you kind of lay it in to Everton? No. I think he could have been a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> I think he's being nice. It's because like... I like you, Carl. Thanks, <laughs> I. Um, no, it was beyond shite. And the, as same as I said, I, and I said before we started recording, it wasn't that Villa were good. I mean, don't get me wrong, they weren't shit, obviously. But they didn't have to be good. We literally beat ourselves 4-0 and we basically we, we might as well just scored all four of them goals um, the defending for that third is fuck me Jeez. Michael Keane is not and I repeat not a football player <laughs> I could go through our starting 11 and tell you 
I probably I I think I am better than some of them. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Nathan Patterson is the most brain dead right back I've ever seen in my life. Did you? I mean, Joe, you know when you're watching kids football, and they're about five, six, seven, and there's like that one player that's good, and then the rest just run at the ball. <laughs> Why do the Everton players all run at the ball? It's like, oh, you know what I'll do? I need to get that ball, so I'll run at it. But everyone else does as well. And Jordan Pick, you could see. Jo- I, I, I don't know where you sit, side, but if you if you look at Jordan Pickford, he's looking around, going, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and what you said enough for the second one where they're all lining up basically it's because they've all ran to the ball it's, it was I, really bad that one was it's it? just it's but I mean we can have a laugh I mean I can laugh as well you know I, I really and I did laugh on Sunday but it's it's quite scary that we can't even do the basics right and Sean Dyche is known for his tactical yeah. defending jazz what the fuck's he telling them to do do you know? I was I was gonna was gonna ask you about that, like that that's what that's what I mean. Like I was shocked at what I saw because, like you just said there, Deutsch. Okay, it's not going to be pretty football, but you think at least it's going to be well organised and you know, solid football. Yeah. Put your body on the line. Put you know, put your head in a microwave for the for the boys and all that. <laughs> it, it it's literally the opposite, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's and like, it was such, but it's such basic errors as basic. well, wasn't it? I mean, I mean that first John McGinn's got the freedom of Villa Park there. He literally, yeah. someone just look over the shoulder. Do you know what I mean? And everyone, you know, slates Michael Keane and rightly so, he's shit. But we're actually young for a couple of them goals. I mean, the throwing was horrendous. <laughs> but actually young for a couple of them goals. Patterson have just come on to Tarkovsky as well. He's not getting away with it. He was part of it. He was just, they're just static, constantly. He's it, also just like, how many times did McGinn or DRB just pick the ball up in acres of space between the defensive and fields? Then, like? so, the one time when we don't run to the ball, we back off and <laughs> just give them the freedom of the park. It's just, it, it, it's like the, it's like the children. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fully aware we need people to score. But that defeat has just shown how bad our defence actually is. I think we sort of tried to mask it because we can't score. And it's 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 no coincidence that Sean Dice dropped Michael Keane for the last four games last year and put Yeri Mina in and we stayed up. Mm. Yeah. Yeri Mina is it's, I mean I mean that four games and he's done anyway because, you know, he's made the biscuits. But <laughs> it 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 shows that if you've got a competent defender next to Tarkowski, we'll be okay. And Michael Keane is not that. And I'm sorry that I'm scapegoating him, but it's clear as day it's not working. Um, and the fact that we're not even in for a centre-half is scary. I mean, if he doesn't want to play this Brantwaite, who had a great season at PSV, fair enough, go and get one. He doesn't like Ben Godfrey, don't blame him, he's crap. Mason Holgate has basically been told to piss off. Don't blame him. He's crap. But why Why is he consistently going with Michael Keane? Because he was all right for like half a season at Burnley. It's going to cost him his job. And this is the be-all and end-all. The Calvert-Lewin thing, I mean, you can't really blame Martinez for it because he's going for the ball and Calvert-Lewin's going for the uh, ball. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's just unfortunate. It's just, it's, it's very unfortunate. But it's just 
stinks of Calvert-Lewin look, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, God, I mean, yeah. I mean, people were absolutely slagging him off when he came off. Did he see the state of his face? Yeah. I mean, it's like, so he'll have to be out for at least two weeks because of the, the mandatory concussion and all that jazz. So he went off. Um, Awobi went off, which I'm really not asked about because he, <laughs> he's, he, he's the most frustrating player I've ever seen in my life. And he's crap. He, he, oh, he runs a lot. Sorry. Sorry, my bad. He runs a lot. But... I, I'm thinking now, who the hell are we going to play on Saturday? And with the third game of the season, we're playing Wolves, who are about as shit as us. <laughs> if we don't beat them, the, honestly, Dice could be gone by Sunday. I'm not even joking, that's how bad it's becoming. It's a, it's a relegation six-pointer, the third game of the season, and we'll we'll start with Neil Morphe up front. <laughs> I mean, I I, I, where do I go from there? I know I shouldn't be laughing, but it's true though, isn't it? It's I yeah. mean, don't, don't get me wrong. There the, the was one positive. Dan Juma looks okay. Yeah, no. To be you're right. Actually, I, I, I thought at least he he tried to make an impact. He was go, he was it, slightly he embarrassed well. by the result, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I thought he looked a decent player actually. But I mean, Dobbin when he came on wasn't the worst. Maybe takes a few touch, few too many touches. Um, but all the rest of them, honestly, wouldn't even flinch if they left. I, I, and I'm not even joking. I wouldn't flinch if they sold them all. I really wouldn't. But he's going to take them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not going to sound like Gary Neville here, but obviously <laughs> there is problems at the top and bottom. But the top and bottom, the top and bottom actually is our players aren't good enough, and clearly the manager doesn't know how to get the best out of them. We beat Villa 4-0 at our place when Villa went down. That was very akin to what they just done to us. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We've, we've said this for a while, haven't we? Like that, There's so many similarities between how I mean, Aston Villa was a club in 2016 and, and how Everton are now. I mean, we we absolutely annihilated you that day. And I don't yeah. know if we got out of... Didn't you say you were at that game, weren't you? Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> And I remember thinking, wow, these are bad. I, I mean, I remember in, the, in that, that first half in that game, if we had the ball for a combined period of more than three minutes, I'd have been, I'd be amazed. Like, we were fucking dreadful. Yeah, it could have been about six or seven. It's very, <laughs> yeah. very akin to what we've just saw. Yeah. The, the, the similarities are getting really, really scary you now. Maybe it, it, like, with Villa, it did sort of happen sort of the same sort of timeline news were good and then it went badly wrong didn't it yeah they kept it up and someone else kept it up i can't really remember and then on that 15 16 year news was shit and we're getting battered by everyone wearing news oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> this this is the i mean i'm not saying it's make or break on saturday but if we lose against wolves it's it, it's dire like and they're crap let, let, let's call the spade spade here. Wolves are shit. Yeah. We should, I say should, should be beating these at home. And if we don't, wow. I, I don't even want to be a Goodison if that happens, honestly. It'll be, and it's not even, it's not even funny how bad it's going to be if we get these times. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's uh, me rant and then rant over. Did you listen to the Villa podcast this week, Simon? 
I did, yeah, yeah. I listened to it yesterday. I, I, I happened to. Do I want to? <laughs> no, it's, this is just a villa point they made, and oh, right. it, it is a bit of a dig at um, your Ashley Young role. But they, they made a, probably a good point. Like, Ashley Young spent all last season trying to make Leon Bailey feel confident. And <laughs> finally, it paid off for Aston Villa. <laughs> when he's playing for the wrong team. That was, one, that was one thing I will say as well. Leon Bailey always turns up against Everton. Always, though. <laughs> Captain Chaos, laugh. Aston, yeah. Aston Villa must be thinking we play you every week because he's shite every other fucking week. <laughs> um, I, did, I did have to laugh at him. Hey, right, we'll move on from Carlos Misery and um, <laughs> collectively laugh at the next one. Yeah. West Ham, without their so-called greatest English midfielder the world has ever seen, um, <laughs> and basically with no one really, <laughs> just beat the the billion pound team three um, one in Chelsea. Um, we 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 did mention about teams spending unlimited amount of money um, and seemingly getting worse. Um, well, yep, Chelsea step right up, and my here will be sacked. now, boys. I mean, Chelsea probably shouldn't have lost this game. No, they really. shouldn't. Like, they actually, for for spells of it, they they played reasonably well, but they, as I as we said on quite a few occasions, they spent, as you just said there, basically a billion. And then fucking got a striker. Like it's, I, I don't, I cannot understand why they spent. Like I think basically on Lavia and Casadio, they spent what probably a combined hundred and sixty odd million or something. Yeah. On, yeah. I, 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 I mean, you, Seven you took, million pounds. Chuck Enzo Fernandez into that. That's two hundred million on three holding midfielders, and then they spend thirty million pounds on their centre forward. Like, because he's a thirty million pound centre forward, like that. Well, this is it. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't. Like, there's, there's just a complete lack of any sort of joint thinking because they've got that crazy Todd Bowley in charge, who, who I absolutely love and adore, and hope he never leaves. Yeah. Oh, shame. Your favourite chairman, personally. Yeah, but but it's also like I, I was saying to um. Uh, one of just chatting to one of my mates after the games, we're watching the pub afterwards after the, our game, and I said like I, I said at the start of the summer, and I've said for a while, there's so much more work that needs to be done at Chelsea than oh, what God, the pundits yeah. seem to think there was. It's, it wasn't a case of just getting a good manager in and all right, he'll sort the players out. There's so much work that needs to be done with that squad of players. Who, I mean, who is um, Mason Bairstow? Who the hell is this person? I, I, I genuinely don't know who he is. Uh, I've not got a clue. Yeah. But, no. but they, they, I mean, when I was watching this, I mean, I thought it was hilarious that that Fernandez missed that pen. I think <laughs> so overrated. Oh, but anyway, gotcha. that's another. That, that lad who I said last year who went from used that chuckle. Chuckle maker. He's quality. Oh, he's I mean, but now he's injured. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't laugh because it's nasty on him, but it's just Chelsea seem to like take about one step forward, about ten back. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so, I might be a bit overly critical because I don't rate him, but what is Sanchez doing for that first goal? 
He just stands there as the ball flies past him. I don't rate him as yeah. a keeper. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, he's like, that, that's, it's the same argument as, you know, why why have they signed Nicholas Jackson as their striker? Yep. Why on earth they signed him as their fucking goalkeeper? He's like, a third choice, Brian. He's the best third is, choice. Is there some secret rule that I haven't heard of that Chelsea can only have really <laughs> dodgy <laughs> goalkeepers? <laughs> it's meant, you spend all that money on certain positions and then may arguably the two most important ones if you want to be challenging for a league title in the centre forward and keeper you go ah fuck it it'll do that Mudrick is getting worse every time I see him he's got he's got to be I mean he's got to be like someone's son or something surely to shite he is terrible and Arsenal must be thanking their lucky stars that Chelsea came in and brought him (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Imagine Arsenal would have signed him. Arteta would have a colony. Swear to God, he would have. He would have been like, what the hell is this? But fair play to West Ham. Ward Prowse played really well. Good signing, that. Good signing. Yeah, very good. And I'm gutted. I love him. I'm surprised more people weren't after him, to be honest. I'm not. Not because I don't like him. But he's, he's only suited to certain... He's not very mobile. Yeah. Is he? uh, he's. I, I'll say it all the time. If he was, if he was around in like the, the nineties and the early noughties, he would have been like a superstar. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. He's almost like he's, I feel he almost doesn't have a position in this day and age. So he's almost. I hate using it. He's a set specialist, but he almost is only because special it's, teams. He's not yeah. really mobile. He's not box to box. He's just no, very he's efficient. Not. If you can. You could, if you could almost protect him with another midfielder, which West Ham do, they play five in the midfield. I think you can get the best out of him. Mm. And uh, West Ham, like David Moyes' team, is full of just massive big bastards, isn't it? Yeah, just a gang of well. dogs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, just, did, did anyone get onto the uh, Lucas Procreta getting a yellow? Basically, <laughs> basically saying, "I'm going to get them all the time, boss." He's he's in he's in shit street him if that's true. Yeah, he's, he's, he could be in trouble. Can um, we? Um, oh, <laughs> on you go about Paquetta. Mine's is completely different subjects. So we'll not change it just yet. Yeah, um, he's in. Sh- apparently, they're saying he'll get a worse one than Tony because he's he's actually actively gone out and went right. You do this and I'll do that. <laughs> oh well, never mind. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, took his pen when though. Yeah, he, he did very well. Um, can we can we appreciate all Brighton's players and the social media team after this game? Oh, seeing that. <laughs> no. Seeing oh, that. yeah. <laughs> all sales are final. Three uh, <laughs> funds will be given. I totally forgot about that. I mean, and also, I'd say 70% of the squad liking the Sky Sports um, result. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Desebri might be my favourite manager as well with some of the comments he made about them. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I love Brighton. That can see, he has no right making that challenge. That's stupid, doesn't it? It's just, we were talking about the Bournemouth one against Liverpool and he comes in the box and he shows, he, he does the right thing at first, he shows him to the other foot and then goes, ah, oh, fuck it, <laughs> bang, see you later, lad. What are you doing? It's just, I, I'd imagine... I'm, yeah, it's just purely on the debut. If that was any other game, he doesn't make that tackle. He hasn't had the pre-season, has he? Yeah, well, yeah. Too, too busy hurling himself around. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, you're very right as well. Um, the, the difference is, I do not think he would have started. Well, he didn't start, but I don't think he would have even featured for Liverpool in that game because Klopp would have left him until. Yeah, he would have. I yeah. mean, not blowing smoke up your ass there, but yeah, calm down, settle down. Like, and that, like we all know, I'm not Klopp's biggest fan anymore. Anymore, but he does tend to. But Andy Robertson had to wait six months for a debut. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's that much there's that much pressure on Poch slash Chelsea to get results. I think he's yeah. just yeah. he's just showing them in, isn't he? Which is why he will be the first manager sacked. Hmm. I, I, I don't know what. <laughs> I, I mean I still I was the, I was thinking about this the other day. I think Ross's shows and Marco Silva might be the one okay, for me. I- yeah, the way they've started now, I wouldn't be too. Moisey's well, gonna make a show of me by not getting started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moisey's staying there for life now. He's <laughs> they all hate, they all hate him, but they all love him. At the same, it's really good. It's why that now we are. Yeah, all the board hate him as well, but he keeps winning. They're like, they don't give him like the minute he loses three games in a row. They are... Oh, we'd be gone, yeah. <laughs> but he keeps, he just keeps. Doing, I mean, he's just won the Europa League. Well, like, whatever it is. Um. Like and so that qualifies him for the Europa League. Yeah. <laughs> How do you pass the manager? Like he's he he's almost made himself like immune. <laughs> Let's just sack Ranieri, remember? Yeah, but That's they, true. they were uh, their players were a shower of cunts. We all know my thoughts on Correct. Yeah. Oh, um right, we'll go. I really did I'm so really hoping we recorded yesterday so I didn't have to talk about this shower. Um but Crystal Palace nil Arsenal won. Um, right, a couple of talking points. Uh, the game was obviously kind of non-eventful. Uh, Villa penalty, yes or no? Yeah. It's penalty for me, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. St- strange that, but I guess not really when it's when it's against Arsenal. Um, the sender off. Harsh. Yeah, I thought his first yellow card was really harsh. And the second one was harsh the, as yeah, well. Even the, even the, yeah, the second one, yeah, yeah. He's, he's unlucky there. He's, he's literally that second one, he touches him for a split. He doesn't even pull him back. He, it's yeah. a split second. Do we think referees are kind of just almost like at the start of the season trying to stamp Yes. a little yeah. out and then maybe in a month's time it'll kind of settle down well, a bit. I, I, was, I can't remember what two pundit. I was, it, was a, it was a stupid TikTok or something. No, you know what it was? It was actually on talk shite. <laughs> it was on in the work van and they were, it was Alan McCoy talking about it and he said like the stat, the percentage of like yellow cards and, and red cards at the moment is the time wasting one the time wasting one definitely yeah, I, think I thought he was un, I thought he was really unlucky there yeah yeah but, but I can I, I do half see why as well if that makes sense if they're trying to stop people from time wasting I totally get that but yeah pick your, pick your battles as it were yeah um Odegaard took his penalty well I thought that I, I think that was definitely a penalty yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. yeah um, I do feel Villa will be kicking themselves a little, especially the red men I wish like we, we spoke about how Villa could improve without Zaha Palace Palace yeah, not Villa yeah sorry um, because like more people would touch the ball I, nobody passed the ball to Eze this whole game no like, give him the ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll go back to the same thing with Palace. And we'll probably say this again in a couple of months. The team is not that, that good. It's You've still got Schluff, Ayub, <laughs> Ward. 
Yeah, I mean, fucking hell, Ward. Sam Johnson is not a great keeper, as as we seen yesterday. Yeah. Um, but they will finish 11, 12, 13. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't. Apparently, I don't know how true this is. Apparently, they're gonna put a bid in for Solanke. Bloody hell. Yeah. Go on, big dumb. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mateta's gonna be going soon or something. He's a bit winner. I mean, that would be funny if Solanke goes there. I mean, I mean, I would love it if Solanke goes there and becomes the new number nine ahead of the, the Edward, because I've said it all along, Edward is shit. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And I'll be proven right, finally. I'd, I mean, to, on the flip side as well, I've seen some clips on Twitter and stuff saying, you know, Declan Rice, you know, boss this midfield I'm looking at Palace's midfield and I fucking hope so you know what I mean yeah. if you're not bossing that midfield you need to be shot mate yeah. a hundred million pound player should be doing much more than in that yeah. game like that game should have been very comfortable the, the reason Arsenal spent 110 million yeah, um, yeah. on Declan Rice is to make those games comfortable and strolling I mean he's settling in he's very efficient fine but I, I feel a bit like Grealish for City, we're going to judge him far too harshly because of the cost, and that's not the player's oh, fault. But mm. tough deal with it. We're a podcast, and that's, what <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. And the the thing is, like you, you've hit the nail on the head. There, he's 110 million. You you don't want him just sorting your midfield out. You want goals. You want assists. You want you want him to get grab the game by the scruff of his neck. Oh, we are boys. 110 million right here. I'll just ping it around. And it wasn't. And maybe I'm being too critical due to that fact, but like you said, fuck him. <laughs> my, my mate absolutely can't stand Declan Rice. And I, I really don't know why, but I mean, fair enough. I don't really particularly like him myself. Got a couple of Irish guys in the, the Liverpool WhatsApp group in there. They can't stand him for obvious reasons as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. It's just Arsenal. I mean, I, they probably will get top four. I'm going to stick by. They won't make it. Uh, I, I still feel a couple of injuries to that squad. And the yeah. They're there. Like, we talk about your squad being quite thin, Si. Mm. Uh, but theirs is very thin. At least you've got some players in positions you probably don't want squad depth in. But, um, yeah, no, I'm just not seeing it with them. But we'll, we shall see. Uh, have you got European game this week, Simon? Uh, yeah, we've got uh, the away game first leg against Hibs uh, tomorrow, so Wednesday. Whenever, so whenever this is going out, yeah, Wednesday night we've got Hibs. So yeah, coming in Derby. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you expect a, a fairly strong squad for this? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, like this is the the playoff round to get into the group stage just fucking yeah. make sure we get into that group stage and put your first team out John McGinn captain for a game oh well, McGinn's our captain anyway oh is he right okay right yeah all oh, right now yeah you got that last year um yeah McGinn McGinn needs to really stamp his authority in this game um that that tweet he should be embarrassed about that Hibs put out the John McGinn on a pole match. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that, yeah. That's the cringiest social media thing I've ever seen. I want John McGinn to step up in this game and score a hat-trick and, like, I want him to full-on celebrate. I know he's not going to because he'll be a shite bag, but I love it when a player celebrates against an old team. Um, well, yeah, good luck to you anyway. Um, Cheers. Um, good luck to every British team in the Europe, bar Chelsea. 
United, Rangers. Uh, <laughs> hey, Rangers play tonight up the Jazz. Yeah, they, they do. They're playing PSV. Um, yeah, they'll get they'll get shooed to be fair. I think. If anybody wants to put one money, they're playing at home. Put money on Rangers to win a penalty. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, no. Do you know what? I'm not, I don't care about Europe at this stage. We'll see when it gets to the proper stuff. I've no doubt that if Villa don't get through Simon, you're going to get some absolute pelters. There's no way. I'll I'll go on record saying that there's no way they are not going. (laughs) I can't imagine. Uh, I mean, if we if we don't. I, I may I may disappear for a bit. <laughs> I really, really don't blame you, but I just can't see it. Yeah. Can't see it. Oh, but yeah, it should be good. We're looking forward to a good season. Right, gentlemen, do you want to let everybody know what you're working on and where they can find you? We'll start with you, Carol. Yeah, cheers, mate. It's still at Dictionary Zine. It's not very uh, it's not very positive. So, you know, <laughs> if you want to be depressed, come on, come on over and read me. Me me uh A to Z to Everton. Right, for a little bit of positivity this week then, Simon. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, on, on Twitter is at Sorry Regan and then the uh, for Villa Fantasy podcast is the Holtcast podcast and the website is 7500tohulse.com. I wish you'd stop seeing Villa fans because as a, as a football fan, I actually quite listen to other teams' podcasts. One sometimes just for the misery when they lose, <laughs> um, but some just for the sheer enjoyment as well. It's just fascinating to hear. Um, I'll, I'll send you some Everton ones to uh, listen to. They're, they're fully amusing for you, mate. It'd be quite fun to listen to just now, as long as they're not as arseholes as some of the Liverpool ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you can find us at Ban and the Post on all your social media platforms. Um, Again, apologies for last week. There is a show recorded. It is there. Um, it is highly entertaining because there's five of us. Um, we may just release it as a special at the same time just to get extra content out for you anyway. Uh, but yeah, Chris and the gang will be back on Friday with the review, the preview sorry, of the upcoming weekend and whatever other football is on at the moment, mainly the European games we've just been discussing. We will be back on Monday, I promise, with um, next weekend's list of fixtures and yeah just be sure to hit us up like subscribe rate um anything you can do to support us anything you want to hear on the podcast all that jazz um and we will be sure to try and accommodate your needs but thank you at home for listening thank you two gentlemen for joining me this evening thank you thank you and always remember keep your man in the post